Hello, folks. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. September 20th, 2023. Let's dive right into it. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. Uh, we've got all of your entertainment news in one place. Dancing with the Star updates, both with Charity Lawson and the picketing that's happening. That's right. The Writers Guild Association is picketing, or excuse me, is Writers Guild of America. WGA is picketing Dancing with the Stars, along with all other Writers Guild affiliated TV shows. We'll have that update. Plus, uh, we've got some divorce announcements, some breakups, things like that to get into. But first, we have a very good story to start off with. Listen to your heart alum, uh, Rudy has just announced she's going to be on The Voice. It's just Rudy on Instagram said this, We did a thing, y'all. Catch me on this season of The Voice. Uh, watch this season Mondays and Tuesdays at 8, 7 Central on NBC and streaming on Peacock. I wasn't planning on watching The Voice, but I can guarantee you I will be following Rudy's journey. She was on Listen to Your Heart. Probably, and you hate to compare artists, but probably the most talented vocalist on that show by a country mile. I'm going to play a quick clip of Rudy with Matt Renato and this was them singing Falling All in You acoustic version. Have a listen. Sunrise with you on my chest No blinds in the place where I live Daybreak, open your eyes This was only ever meant to be for one night Yeah, we're changing our minds here Be yours, be my dear So close with you on my lips Touch noses, feeling your breath Push your heart and pull away, yeah Be my summer and a winning day, love I can't see one thing wrong between the both of us Ooh, Oh, I tell you what I tell you what This song marinates It's a good one I can't play it all We'll end on this song today We'll give you guys this song At the end of this episode So stick around for that But huge congrats to Rudy For getting on a show like The Voice And it's going to help boost her career You know, Listen to Your Heart Premiered at the beginning of the pandemic I interviewed Ryan Neal Our good friend Ryan Neal On Driving with Dave If you want to listen to his journey From Listen to Your Heart And what he's got going on now It was a fantastic Bachelor-themed show uh, Music, of course, is sung from the soul and musicians can really resonate not just with their audiences but other folks that they sing with and of course you know the fictitious movie um a star is born and other movies that involve like duo partnerships they really do well because people fall in love and melt with those uh that share their art now of course listen to your heart uh you know the bachelor show it's i just thought it was good that they had contestants that had some sort of value artistically as you know most uh most contestants for the normal show bachelor bachelor in paradise things like that those contestants the the bandwidth that audiences love Love is the drama created and of course listen to your heart gave you some drama they created plus some beautiful vocals now we get to hear rudy on the voice big win for her congratulations to rudy out there and in other news dancing with the stars rehearsal is hit with writers guild pickets as we mentioned before they're targeting writers matt walsh uh, allison hannigan and mira sorvino you most there are a good number of actors that are in the screen actors guild uh, that also so are in the Writers Guild. Now, to be fair, 
the there is no affiliation between Screen Actors Guild and Dancing with the Stars, but there is an affiliation between Dancing with the Stars and the Writers Guild. So of course, yesterday I said, "Hey, look, if we're going to be fair, we should pressure Charity Lawson not to dance as well, even though she doesn't have an affiliation with those unions, because there is a union strike associated with the show. It's better for all of those that are like looking out for the middle class to say, "Hey, rather than just foregoing my salary, I'm actually going to join the picket line here." and fight for what is right, which is fair wages. I don't expect her to receive much pressure, but I still I still think, since we cover The Bachelor, that that is a right thing to cover. All right, and speaking of covering The Bachelor, let's cover Rachel Recchia. She had this interview. It kind of looks like a hostage situation, probably because, you know, she was in some sort of, um, you know, public uh, publicity blitz. But here she is in Bachelor in Paradise Land, uh, which is, you know, recorded in Mexico, glistening. It's probably a 1,000 degrees when they film this over the summer, but she's talking about why she feels like she can find love on this season of Bachelor in Paradise. Have a listen. So you've been on The Bachelor, The mm-hmm. Bachelorette, now Paradise. So why are you uh, hopeful that you'll find love here this summer? I think every time I've put myself in this environment, I have found love. Even though it didn't always work out, I think... I know it does work, and I saw it work for Becca. She did all three, so, you know, hopefully I can follow in her footsteps a little. So, um, saw a little reconciliation happen between you and Clayton mm-hmm. recently, and fans, of course, were, you know, wondering, um, is that door still open? Is there, or tell me what you came away from that thinking, there might be something, or Yeah, so I did get a little reunion with Clayton, which was so nice. And we were able to really talk about things and form a friendship, which I still have with him to this day. And I'm so thankful, like, to have learned the lessons I did with Clayton. But I think we're both, like, better off with other people. But I'm really happy to have him as a friend. And as we've talked about Clayton, we've got um, some more content, uh, some more media picking up his story, this uh, paternity fight. We'll get to that story and other entertainment news stories right after a quick word from our sponsor. After recording yesterday's YouTube video about Clayton Eckhart's paternity story, we received the court documents. I got them from a lot of you guys. There really isn't much to share other than this coming Thursday, so in eight days or so, Clayton Eckerd is set to meet with Jane Doe. We know her name. You can go search it online. I'm not going to share it. She's a podcaster uh, who's done TEDx talks, and she's got plenty of content online, but I think she asked to remain anonymous, even though I don't think the court granted her wish. Either way, he's going to be taking a paternity test, court-ordered, I believe, and we're either going to get those results on that day or we won't. I mean, certainly, we're going to find out whether or not Clayton is the father. He is being uh, sort of... Uh, 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 on his side, he says, I didn't even have sex with this lady. On her side, she says, I'm pregnant with twins. They're his. And we're going to find out and get to the bottom of that. It is a fascinating story, and I, I hope i hope it ends well i don't know what that even means but you never you never want to see it end in you know sort of uh, some unborn child getting the short end of the stick uh, but either way we're going to move on to another story we've got rachel Lindsay. i've got a full youtube video describing how she she's going to be watching golden bachelor she's back baby but here she is explaining how chris harrison offered her advice have a listen 
Would you were you ever on Dancing with the Stars? I chose not to. Oh, you so they they so, they brought it up fun towards fact. you. Okay. By the way, this is not a diss because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like all of that, but I'm just I see stuff now and I see oh, Batch could be a real, and I'm like, did they give Rachel these same opportunities? So well, maybe fun I was wrong. fact, mm-hmm. Chris Harrison actually said to me, if you want a job in the industry, media, you should probably not do Dancing with the Stars because you don't want people to just see you as a reality star doing another reality TV show. Right. You did Bachelor, you did Bachelorette, now you'll be going Dancing with the Stars. And I actually thought that was really good advice, and I think he was right. I don't see people who do all three of those and then are able to, because most people who come on this show want to be a host. And not who come on, but afterwards, I get a lot of messages like, hey, I want to host. Hey, I want to do this. But if you keep going on reality shows, that's all that they'll see you as. Why are you looking at me like that? What was the nature of your relationship with Soup Kitchen? Was this some kind of weird Yoda, Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan, no. Luke Skywalker, mentor, mentee? Are you? Were you guys in the situation? Was, was he like... Wait, wait a no. minute. Wait, wait, Let's not paint it was, for something it wasn't. Was Soup Kitchen your mentor? No. All right. So Soup Kitchen is Van Lathan's uh, nickname for Chris Harrison. But either way, very interesting to see that Rachel Lindsay passed on a very lucrative job, which would have been Dancing with the Stars. I think, you know, r- regardless of strategy, it's like, do you want to dance? Do you want to learn how to dance? Do you want to learn how to, you know, I, I think you could learn and grow from that live performing experience. But also there is there is that mentality that if you just do reality TV, you can't really do much else. Like, um, look at Hannah Brown, right? She, she, she wrote a book, she did a reality show. She did another reality show. She wrote another book. There's kind of like only so much you can do, uh, traditionally speaking, for people that have been on reality TV, which, by the way, is still lucrative. But if, if uh, Rachel wanted to be more of a host and maybe uh, have her voice seen as something above that, you know, it was a decision she made. And, you know, whether it was right or wrong, we'll never know. But, um, you know, interesting, interesting news nonetheless. And speaking of book writing... Maddie Pruitt, as I've reported all week, has got fantastic public relations. I mean, her book came out, I believe, today or yesterday, and she's in Glamour magazine. Maddie Pruitt Trout is an influencer for Jesus, reads the title. Three years after making waves as The Bachelor, the 27-year-old has... well. That, that, first of all, that's already wrong. Three years after making waves... Oh, no, it was right. Sorry, that was me. That was wrong. Three years after making waves on The Bachelor, the 27-year-old has turned her online following into a pulpit for preaching Christianity to the internet. With her new book, she's taking a risk by repackaging purity as a form of feminist self-care, a move sure to excite her fans and incite her critics. In the Christian Bible, Jesus tells his followers to go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Over the centuries, people have tried different ways to fulfill this commandment, from waging wars to journeying to far-flung locales, but for Maddie Pruitt Trout, it's simple. All she needs is a Wi-Fi connection, and then also a billionaire husband doesn't hurt. I added the last part. Okay, but either way, we'll get into this story in its entirety probably tomorrow, but very fascinating stuff. She's giving away Taylor Swift tickets, which is a genius move, absolute genius move for her to give away Taylor Swift tickets 
with regards to promoting her new book. So good on her for doing that. And speaking of Taylor Swift, oh, don't you love how it all just blends together? Exes unite in New York. Sophie and Taylor arm in arm. Taylor Swift's latest Girls' Night Out featured a very interesting addition to the posse. Now she's hanging out with Sophie Turner, with whom she shares an ex in Joe Jonas. We call this butterflies. No, no, excuse me. Eskimo sisters. That is when you both boink to the same person. It's it's a weird term that means nothing, but uh, if you didn't know what that was called, now you do. The British, and assuming they boinked, we don't know. Uh, boinking's the choice word for fornication today. Um, boink, uh, boinking or not, they look like uh, sis- the sisterhood is uh, above. Uh, what do they call that? Well, the the men call it bros before a hose, but that's pretty derogatory. That's just a term. I'm not endorsing it. What do the ladies call it? Ladies, uh, the girls before uh, uh, boy band members. How does that work the british actress and american pop star broke bread in new york tuesday night by the way they shouldn't call taylor swift a an american pop star she's a global pop star she's taylor swift is on the uh on the uh what what do you call the the uh, uh mount rushmore of pop stars i mean who else is on mount rushmore of pop stars you have uh michael jackson taylor swift I mean, if you want to include just stars in general, you probably have, you have the Beatles. Who else? Who else is that big? I don't think Beyonce is that big. I don't think there's any other work. Uh, Justin Bieber was really big. I don't know if he ever made it to the size of Taylor Swift now, but as anyway, it's not important for the story. Either way, global pop star. Uh, they grabbed dinner at yet another Italian joint via Carota just one day after she chowed down with a separate female power crew, which included Laura Dern, Zoe Kravitz and Greta Gerwig, of course, the director of the amazing movie Barbie. So anyway, so it looks like Sophie and uh, Taylor are hanging out, doing their girls thing. Good for them. Let's go to some non-Bachelor news. Remember that U.S. fighter jet we reported? Uh, the, the guy prematurely ejected or ejected right on time, depending on how you look at it. Uh, uh, a 60 million, oh no, excuse me, a $100 million fighter jet. The price keeps going up. Well, now we have some interviews from someone who is nearby in what they heard as this fighter jet crashed in South Carolina. Let's have a listen. In the bathroom taking a shave. And I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom in my whole house. Show. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me. I said, must well, this a meteorite coming out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. Look, the thing was flying this too low. The F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight. So how, first of all, that guy full of, of uh, amazing commentary there. Uh, the, the screeching sound, I mean, he said, he said, I thought it was a meteorite. I mean, all these talks about aliens out there. What's more relatable, an alien whizzing by you or someone, uh, you know, ejected from their jet? And, they, you know, they were worried this jet was just doing laps around the world, uh, but they found it. it. Clearly, it must have had a problem for them to eject from a $100 million jet. And here we are complaining, you know, uh, about, you know, paying too much interest on our student loan debt, which again, it just goes to show our country's got all of the issues in the wrong places. I mean, I think we can get rid of a couple of these $100 million fighter jets. That's just me. I don't know, folks. I'm not saying we need to uh, defund the military. I just think uh, we should be a nation that takes care of its own. 
All right. That's my political rant for the day. Um, Jamie Lynn Spears is training for Dancing with the Stars near her Tennessee home. She's pulling out all the stops, giving the actress and mom some special treatment in order to get her on the show's upcoming season. So I guess they're letting her train in Tennessee. Sources close to production tell TMZ the team of Dancing with the Stars has gone above and beyond for Jamie Lynn to make rehearsing a breeze. She's currently practicing at a studio near her home in Tennessee to accommodate the fact she's the mother of two. I mean, that's nice. We'll have to see how she does. Hopefully she does better on Dancing with the Stars than she did on um, uh, Special Forces because she did not do good on Special Forces. All right. I think we covered this story already, but we've got Republican Representative Lauren Boebert. She groped... Okay, so you guys probably have heard this story by now. (laughs) She uh, was kicked out of... Uh, Beetlejuice, the uh, theater in in um, in Colorado, um, and she was accused of vaping, taking photos, being raucous and loud, and all this. And she was saying, "Oh, maybe they just kicked me out because they saw who I was." And yeah, we were being a little loud, but we were having fun. We were enjoying the arts. Well, since then, and I'm sure they didn't know there was a security camera, but security camera footage shows Lauren Boebert. And her friend, who's just a a guy who's a Democrat, I guess it's good to know that uh, we're reaching across the political aisle, uh, metaphorically speaking, and also kind of physically if you watch the footage. But there's video of the guy groping her breasts. And trust me when I say it's clear as day who what was going down you know he's groping her breast breast she reaches over to him and gives him an old-fashioned which is uh you know polite term for a hand job and uh this is happening in the mo- in the theater the uh, you know it's like i right, look hey this is one way to promote beetlejuice uh but uh beetlejuice a very weird uh you know i mean look maybe if they were watching les miserables i don't know maybe Maybe there's Phantom of the Opera, but Beetlejuice, really? That's the one. Anyway, her date was named is named Quinn Gallagher. He owns Hooch Craft Cocktails Bar in Aspen, and folks online have been taking to Yelp to express their distaste, but they're more enraged about his night out as opposed to the actual business, which I've always said, I don't think you should give a business bad reviews based on what someone does personally. Now, look, if someone went on a racist tirade, sure, but as far as we know, she's the one we should be upset with, not him, you know what I mean? Uh, he uh, Either way, his... Um, here are some of the reviews he received. The owner is doinking 36-year-old Grandma Bobert, who supported an insurrection against America. It gets quite loud if she is there. She usually yells and screams, threatens to call the mayor, snorts horse paste at the bar. It's quite embarrassing. Order the impeachment margarita. It comes with actual evidence. And then someone else gave a one-star review for Hoochcraft Cocktail Bar. Been there often, won't be back. The owner is a bigot and has disreputable friends. Uh, can't, is that a word? Can't be trusted. He is disruptive and disrespectful in public places. Planning an insurrection, they have a private room and host Lauren B. pictured on display. Also, they have drag show nights, which are off the hook. And it's true, they do have drag show nights, of course, which I think, you know, if you've never been to a drag show, I think it's a fantastic thing to do. Look, if you're at a bar that's uh, 18 plus or 21 plus, yeah, do whatever you want as far as uh, with respect to uh, burlesque performances, drag shows, whatever, whatever the law says. Uh, but either way, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm a little torn. I guess you could give a bad review for the bar cause it's a reflection of the owner, but either way, um, if you're watching, uh, the, if you, if you go see the content, I mean, it's, it's clear as day that he's groping her and she's groping him. And again, I don't know. I don't know how many gropes you're allowed in the theater these days, but either way, none of this, uh, security footage would have come out 
if if she didn't sort of like negate the accusations, you know, she said, Oh, we weren't vaping. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if the security footage shows that she was vaping, but clearly they were disturbing the peace. And it's one thing. I don't even like when someone takes their phone out. You know what I mean? It's like no technology should be out during it's like, wait till the uh, intermission or before or after you're watching live entertainment for, uh, you know, for uh, gosh sake. All right. We'll wrap it up with some more content right after this quick word from our sponsor. And we got a Hannah Brown story. She's back with her podcast and has now a fiance, Adam, on the show. Here's a quick clip of them explaining their engagement story. Have a listen. Because our engagement is not, <laughs> not a normal story. Beautiful photos. <laughs> we have beautiful photos. But as far as the told you that my therapist said right now, I should not be making any big life decisions. And <laughs> I'm not knowing what that means to you, but uh, I think I was just like, you know, I don't even know what love is. I don't even know. Uh, are you? And then I was like, I don't even know what love is. Like, how do you know you're sure you want to be with me? Are you sure you want to be with me? Like really big questions. And me not knowing that this is a week before you plan on proposing to me. Decision. So I was like, I was in between like, preserving your mental health and carrying out my plan and understanding that I might ruffle some feathers here, but the masculine and feminine, you know, masculine is usually very steady and, um, you know, decisive, even keel, even keel whereas the feminine is, is kind of operating in chaos for the most, for the most <laughs> part and, and call it riding the wave. Yeah. I mean, it really is a chaotic wave that, you know, some men understand and have have to um, handle. And I feel like I've become pretty good at it. And I never want to take away, like I said, you know, your feelings. Your so I told you, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Whoa, that was he, a bad decision." Yeah. Okay. So, huh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we sat down to dinner. Yeah, he told me. He told me. Surveyed him. What he said. And I go, what? No, no. Why did you just tell me? Why did you just tell me? Oh, oh no, dude. <laughs> he told, I'm like, why did, why did you just tell me? Like, All right, so because maybe we'll have to listen to more of this, but I'm, I'm not getting too much context. But it sounds like he wanted to give her the heads up he was going to propose. Look, I get that. Absolutely. And, you know, people might be upset uh, about the talk of masculine versus feminine and chaotic versus stable and this and that. I'm okay with how people want to look at this. You can take out masculine versus feminine. You can call it yin versus yang. It doesn't have to be one versus the other. You might have someone with one type of personality in the other and one member of the of the relationship whether it's male or female might be the one who's got more of a um a rudder and and more of a balance and stability in the relationship and the other one might have more of a of a loose kind of uh energy so i know this is i know this conversation pisses people off and so i i don't care uh, to make it so specific that it's a masculine versus a feminine but i think in traditional literature this actually has been described as masculine versus feminine energy but either way 
So I'm not, you know, uh, people can take offense to things if they want. That's that's on the receiver, really. But I understand what he is trying to say here, which is that he um, uh, knew there was a big decision to be made, knew that she was probably going to be one that wanted to have make sure things were right and everything. So he actually warned her ahead of time. That's how I took it. I could be wrong, uh, but fascinating stuff. And we're going to get more from this uh, relationship as it progresses. And look, we have a ton of content on the YouTube that I didn't play play here and a ton of content here that I didn't play on the YouTube. So if you haven't already, go check out some of the videos tomorrow on YouTube. I'm going to have the Maddie Pruitt story and I'm also going to have Michael A. in uh, more from his interview with Jason Tartik where he explained how much he makes from influencer brand deals. Plus he acknowledges and responds to the PPP accusations made against him. I think he came off looking pretty good in this conversation to give you a little bit of a a sneak peek. I will be sharing that with you all tomorrow. Thanks again to everyone who's wrote in nice reviews, rated the podcast, and continues to share it with your friends. It really helps us grow. If you're in any other communities, whether it be a Game of Roses Facebook group, whether it be uh, former Chatty Broads groups or whatever, if you're in different communities, please give us a shout out and let those audiences know we make daily afternoon content and we are here to talk about Bachelor and beyond. All right, well, let's take this uh, moment to play ourselves off with the great stylings of Rudy. Here's her song, uh, here's her singing Shawn Mendes with Matt Renato. It's called Falling All in You. Congrats again to Rudy for making it onto this season's voice. I can't wait to hear you. Play us out. Rudy, everybody. If I'm dreaming, baby, please don't wake me up. Every night I'm with you, I fall more in love Now I'm laying by your side And everything feels right Since you came along I'm thinking, baby, you Are bringing out a different kind of me, yeah There's no safety net that's underneath 